KRCL champions building a more socially engaged Utah through locally driven programming that promotes music discovery and civic participation. Tune in to KRCL on 90.9 FM for a curated mix of music, including at least one track by a Utah artist every hour. From alternative rock to reggae, blues to bluegrass, KRCL is here to bring you the greatest bangers all day, every day. Are you listening? This is Slug Soundwaves. I'm Mariah Glazier, the band leader of Daytime Lover. I write the songs. I go by she, her, and they, them equally. And my bandmates, my wonderful bandmates, I've got uh, Nora Price is the bass player. Nora learned bass for this band, which is so cool. Drummer Jared Asplund, he's also in Martian Colt. And then Emma Roberts, who is our lead guitar player and a good friend of mine who I've known for a long time. Describing your own music is always very awkward and it's kind of like, oh, well, it just comes out of me and that's what it is. But I would describe it, you know, just indie rock music with a little bit of psych rock to it and a little bit of surf at its core. It's singer songwriter, you know, that's how I started. And a lot of my influences growing up were folky singer songwriter stuff, you know, Bob Dylan, etc what my priority is with it or what is naturally happening or what keeps me going making it is I really care about just honesty in music. I see it as a way to process my own emotions and kind of in processing my emotions through music it will like if I'm experiencing these emotions what's like the broader picture of like well what are my friend groups processing like how are they processing these same emotions and like even bigger like are other people in this country or other people in the world feeling these kinds of emotions? So it kind of, it's like I take my idea, but then just make it bigger by like adding other things that I'm imagining other people are feeling. So no song is ever like a direct like diary entry of like my processed emotions. Uh, but it's always like, here's this tiny part that is my truth. And then everything else is like what I imagine or what I've heard other people say about their feelings towards things. For me, the only reason to make music is to be vulnerable in my expression, my self-expression, and be like raw and open and to hopefully maybe even give people words for their own feelings and to inspire people to like accept like the reality of what it is to be like a human. You know, that's always, that's always my goal with songwriting and and it just kind of accidentally happens. And I'm never like, I'm going to write a song about this. It just happens because I'm overwhelmed with a feeling. And then it goes from there, you know. Mm-hmm. 
so the name of the album is I Was Asleep, and it will be coming out March 4th, which once you're listening to this podcast will be today. So in general, the album is about, it's about time, it's about processing trauma, it is about love a little bit, and breakup a little bit, and I guess it's also about just like how people uh, relate to each other and connect to each other. Fishbone is a song that I wrote before the pandemic started at all. It's about vulnerability. I always say it's a song for the introverts, like it shows, I always say that. I'm an introvert and so it's written from that perspective, but it's just about really wanting a space, like really wanting to be seen and kind of being really slow to open up to people. Some people are so good at just talking about who they are and just kind of carving that space out for themselves. And I think that a lot of introverts, myself included, are just not very good at that. Like I'm not very good at walking into a room and just here I am, here's my personality. Sometimes I am. Sometimes if I really know you really well, maybe I won't ever stop talking. But if I don't really know you very well or I'm not very comfortable yet, I just would never say anything about myself. So it's about just this feeling of like, if you don't know how to carve out space for yourself, um, other people don't do it. Like people won't do that for you. Some people do, but in, in general, it's just that feeling that they won't. Sensational is a song that, it's a very short song. I initially wrote it as like an intermission of the album. It just like explores like maybe you don't always have something to say. So sometimes it's easier just to say whatever hot gossip is going around. And then you have something interesting to bring to the table. And because you've made something else seem more interesting, now maybe you're viewed as more interesting. The second half of the song, it says, come on and be my baby. I can't stand this pent up mind. I almost wanted to like have the sensationalized tidbit drama be the baby, almost like in this romanticized sense, like how in love songs, you're like, be my baby. That's what you want. Like you're talking to this other person and you're like, I want you to be my baby, whatever. I want it to feel like you're romanticizing this hot gossip as like, you know you're like in relationship with it in this way like you're almost addicted to it and that's because sometimes it's easier instead of like ever having to take a look at who you are or just be like well why do I want to say something interesting why do I want to be this interesting person at a party or whatever or why couldn't I just say like oh you know my week's been very easy and boring like that should be a very valid thing to say but instead we have to just be like oh my gosh this wild thing happen like it's wild everyone's going to talk about it i find that really interesting that we kind of do that especially in a small city salt lake city is so small we all know what we're all doing all the time and 
I think sometimes we make things bigger than they need to be just because we don't really want to admit that like our week was boring or our week was really bad and we're not ready to talk about it, you know, like whatever it is, we'd rather sensationalize someone else's life than like say what ours is. To put it simply, there was a there was a person who said something about me in Salt Lake City. I guess it had been like passed around, and then when one of my friends told me what they said, I just like burst out laughing because it was like so twisted, and it was like such a simple thing, but it was just like such a wild like twist on a story that I didn't even really care that it's what people were thinking. I just felt like man like what was this person wanting to avoid in their own life that they felt like they needed to just like add this embellishment onto my story that is actually so boring but you like made it really cool and like made me like the talk for two days or whatever that kind of got me thinking but then I also found myself occasionally doing the same thing like I would hear something about a person and then like tell my roommate like this story but like make it a little cooler than it was. And then when I when I realized that I did the same thing the person did to me, I was like, okay, well now I can like be in this person's mind in a way. Like if I can unpack why I would have done that to someone else, I can kind of see maybe why they would have done that to me. And this is all, you know, at this point it's like hypothetical, but I just sensationalized their life because I thought that I wouldn't be likable because my life is like boring in this moment or what I perceive as boring. Uh, it's just like a, like it takes one to know one kind of a moment, you know? Cut Loose is a song that is all about processing trauma. I wrote this song after I read The Body Keeps the Score. It's a book that explores trauma in the body and how like even to our cells when you go through an, any kind of traumatic experience, like your cells physically remember. So I have PTSD that comes from a, a sexual trauma that I had a long time ago. And so I have like physical reactions to things that I don't always know until I notice the physical reaction. I read that book and then since I could put like a name to like a lot of my physical reactions to different like triggering things that happen during the day I felt kind of empowered to like maybe be able to start parting with some of the trauma because I could name it I could like care for it tend to it a little more this visualization of like cutting loose from the trauma or like these roots that I've grown and there's they feel so strong these like roots in trauma I felt like okay maybe I can kind of like slowly begin to like hack away at some of these some of these roots and not have them and grow new ones or like grow new ones that pull me stronger in a in a more healthy direction being raised up as a woman being in this female body and you know every other day dressing really feminine and like just the way that I'm perceived I think that I've kind of learned that I'm only worth existing if somebody finds me sexually attractive or 
you know, I'm only worth anything while I'm in my youth. And then once that's gone, like, I'm like, cool, what do I have? Like three more years of being a valuable member of society before I'm just like someone to go to for advice or just like outdated. You know what I mean? There's a part in the song that I say, what would it be to move as one? So when you think about the idea of like, I've been partitioned into these body parts that are sexualized and then body parts that just don't matter. Like who cares about an arm when you have a boob or something? Like when I like, I think about like that kind of like partitioning. And then when I compare it to like things that make me feel like I could move as one person, like I no longer have these like imaginary sections of my body. I'm one full valid human being who's creative and who's worth more than like an age or, you know, like a hairstyle or like how feminine or not feminine my clothing is for the day. Like I'm worth so much more. At the time I had started taking like ballet classes. I was dancing at my house a lot just like any kind of dancing. And oh my gosh, when I dance, I feel like one person or like when I'm on stage playing music, I feel like one person. The song I've chosen to feature is I Was Asleep. I Was Asleep is about one day realizing that I haven't been present in my own life and trying to get into why that is and really wanting to feel like I can freely create and not feeling like I could, but realizing the reason I felt like I couldn't create was because I was so afraid of what if what I make isn't good? What if nobody likes it? What if what if it's not perfect, basically? And just kind of this like decision paralysis that happens in a moment like that. I wrote that song during the lockdown portion of, of quarantine lockdown during in salt lake city i hadn't written songs for a long time and so i wrote that song and it like kind of broke me out of this like weird paralysis and like depression from the pandemic that i had gotten stuck in which by the way a lot of that depression was coming from seeing so many people being so creative with all this newfound free time from the pandemic and i just did not feel like I could harness that. I was so stressed out about just figuring out how I was going to pay my next month of rent and groceries. And, and so I was like, how are we, how are these people like getting so good at guitar? Like I literally can't even brush my hair today. Like the thing that kind of woke me up from that and made me realize what was going on was, uh, my ex partner called me one day because, uh, his dog ran away. And this was a dog that we got together when we dated. And we're still really good friends. There's a song on the album that's about our breakup. That's so, so cute. But <laughs> when we got him, they told us that the dog, his owner died, which was true. But we didn't know that that owner died, but that the dog had run away before from his original owner and then ran away to this owner who died. And then he was taken to the shelter. So we adopted him. But we found that out because when he ran away, they returned him to his original owner, the very first one. And that happened to be the owner of Beehive Cheese. So, well, the owner of Beehive Cheese, he was so wonderful and nice. And he was like, I already mourned losing this dog. And he let my ex, Sam, keep him and was like, you're like in the middle of crying to me on the phone about how much you love this dog. Like it would be wrong of me to take him when I've already, I've been years without him, you know. So that's how that ended. But it got me thinking about like ownership of animals. And like if you if you run away 
Like who, whose heart did you betray in that moment? Like who, who actually did you betray here? Because as a dog, you're probably just like, damn, I want to go on a run following your heart. But like in the meantime, like you've betrayed these other people and everyone's sad. And like, that's just the thing that woke me up. That whole story, like that day of calling people, that day of like being so emotional with a friend, um, like shook me and got me just creative and I wrote I was asleep literally in like 30 minutes after having not written songs for so long and from there I just started writing I was just like okay I guess I'm a songwriter again like here we go it just like put a lid on the dormancy that was happening you're about to hear I was asleep I was asleep when 
since our album is being released this Friday. It's our debut album, so Friday, March 4th, you'll be able to find our music anywhere music is played. YouTube music, Spotify, iTunes, all the all the cool, obscure ones that we also love, and Bandcamp. Friday, March 4th, we're having our album release show at the DLC at Quarters. And then after that, we have another show at the International on March 26th. Then, you know, we I, I want to take a nap, like, for sure. <laughs> Working on an album for the last six months, plus having already done it, like, I'm a little tired. But I'm also really excited. I've already started writing the next one. This album we did all DIY. So the next album, we just... I'm, gonna, I'm starting to save money now and we want to do it in the studio and just have that experience together, see which one we like more, you know. And we're also uh, planning to go on tour for a couple of weeks this fall. So those are our next steps. To love. If you enjoyed this episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes. Calling all artists, makers, vintage vendors, performers, and more. Applications for the 14th annual Craft Lake City DIY Festival, presented by Harmons, are now open. Head to craftlakecity.com forward slash DIY hyphen festival hyphen 2022 to complete your application now.